Hi everyone, welcome to Podculture Blaze D&D. This is Josh from Two Brothers Talk Games. I'm Tyler from Talking Fail, and I'm playing as Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Ethan, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. Hello, I'm Kevin from the Nerdy Things Podcast. I will be playing Zargash, the Dragonborn Paladin. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. Our party finds itself in the small village of Little Ogden. Zargash, the Dragonborn Paladin, was sent out by the church as part of a peacekeeping mission to maintain order across the Kingdom of Cornu. With him is the ranger Aiden Hobbs, a ranger in a long line of heroes seeking to build the family legend, and Amethysia, the half-elf bard who is seeking to rebuild her life. Along the way, they encountered Gary the Monk, who attached himself to their company after seeing visions of evil only they could defeat together. Your party is standing outside of the Farmer's Rest Inn. It is about, say, 4.30 in the afternoon, so the sun is starting to set as, as it is early autumn. Uh, I assume you guys want to go in, or what would you like to do? Seek adventure. Let's That's what you're here for, Ethan. All right, where's the adventure at? In the end. All right. Excellent. I'm going to say you guys walk in. You walk into a lovely little tavern. Um, it's a two-story building. It is stone down the bottom, wood on the top, with a thatched roof. The room is warm and obviously very, very friendly. Uh, you can hear a bard. Uh, singing and playing on a lute, and, and the general murmur of conversation as well in the background. You're greeted by Jer, the bartender. Um, he's a warm, welcoming kind of guy. He's thinning on top, but he makes up for it by having some wonderfully fantastic mutton chops. <laughs> uh, Zargash, he actually greets you first. Hello there, Squire. What can I do for you? Beer. Not a problem. Do you want food and board with that? Beer first. All right. He, he, and for everyone else? Uh, a beer sounds nice. Not a I'll problem. take a beer and what do you have for food? We're serving a game stew. All right, I'll take one of those. Not a problem. Game. Hot tea with a splash of milk. So we sorry, can... hot water. I got the tea leaves. We can help you out there, yeah, sir. Splash of milk. So um, he toddles off. Uh, he didn't quote you anything, but he'll sort you out when he comes back. Um, around the tavern, you can see some very interesting patrons. That you actually see the bard, and it is a young tiefling. Um, he's a very lean figure, and he whirls about as he strums the lute and sings. He's got a very deep voice, and it's very clear as it reverberates around the tavern. Uh, between almost every line, he's either winking or making an aside joke to someone in the tavern there as well. Um, you can see two small black short swords at his back. The handles are very well worn. Um, he, he himself, he is very clearly made up. He's wearing an immaculately clean white shirt, despite the fact that he's in a woodland tavern. 
Um, and his hair is very carefully styled. Sorry. That's all right. He, he's got a small black goatee and horns that sweep back from the front of his head. Right, small goatee, he's Satan. He Guys, I think he's Satan. Can we detect evil? Uh, well, Kevin can. He's got loads of it. Kevin can detect evil if he wishes to. Or at least he can detect. Yes, let's... Sorry? Let's do that. Okay. You reach out with your paladin senses and nothing. Well, you know, you gotta be sure. Must be broken then, because that guy's Satan. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's fucking Satan. He's an Sorry. ordinary looking tiefling. That's what they look like. Yeah, They're but awesome. you know, a tiefling he's got the goatee, like, come on. <laughs> he doesn't exactly have um, his pitchfork. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, toss him a low de denomination coin, and ask him if he knows how to fl play Freebird. What's Freebird? That doesn't exist. He he gives you a uh, very welcome you guys smile. Don't I don't think Leonard Skinner exists in this universe. Who's Leonard Skinner? This it's a Freebird is a song of my people. Ah. Okay. He he smiles, gives you a wink, and says, "I can play with anything, darling." Are you sure that Detect Evil came up blank? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's just a very happy kind of guy. Um, he then uh, starts playing Freebird. You can tell it's not his favorite style, but, you know, he, he does all right. All right. Um, you can also see a small gnome as well. Um, I realized I just said small gnome, which is kind of a tautology. And he's sitting down at a small table. Uh, he's wearing a... Oh, like yeah. A yeah. <laughs> they, they put him in the children's section. And he's sitting down wearing a, like an odd leather headband that's got a series of lenses connected to it. And he's looking at these... Through these lenses, sorry. At a small piece of iron ore and making notes with his other hand. You can also see an abacus... And his hand just kind of flicks between it, moving the beans back and forth really, really rapidly. And you can tell he's just kind of muttering to himself. Yeah, um, otherwise, you guys see some farmers and guards, and uh, Jair comes back with your drinks. A and he comes back with uh, Aiden's food as well. Thank you. Good. Not a problem. You just let me know if there's anything you need. And uh, he wanders off. Hey, Zarkash, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of this place? Something, something doesn't sit right, but I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone seems nice enough so far. And that's always the problem. Um, Crystal, can I ask, um, does your character have any musical instruments? Because she is a bard. Uh, yes. She... She has a flute. 
Cool. But that's all she's got with her. Do you know how to play free route? Unfortunately, she does not know how to play Freebird. Otherwise, she would love to accompany the the bard that we've run into. She's more of an actor. Uh, her musical skills are not her strong suit. Excellent. Speaking of, the bard cavorts over to your table. Why, hello there, all of you. Aren't we looking fine? Not really. We've been on the road for like however long. Also, I don't wash. Well, some of us do prefer the rugged appearance, my dear. And he gives you a great speech. Get smile. your eyes checked. Well, I think I've been thoroughly checked by many people in this room, some more than others. Are you really sure that Detective Evil didn't didn't? He, he leans in and gives you a wink and says, better the devil you know, darling. No, no, that, that really doesn't work. They're all bad. Don't mind them. We've been on the road all day, and they're a little bit cranky. Well, I can understand that. After a pounding from a horse, who isn't a bit cranky? Oh, my God. <laughs> I just realized what I said. <laughs> Can he, he we cast detect e Can we cast detect evil on the dungeon master? <laughs> you, you detect no evil from the dungeon master. You, you well, just detect. Yeah, you just detect three hours of sleep. Um, he looks down and sees your loot, Amy, and says, "Oh, do you play?" Uh, I do occasionally. It is somewhat a simple setting, but. I certainly wouldn't mind a partner, dear. At least for a duet. Well, I suppose I could join you. It has been a long day, and it sometimes helps me unwind. Can't think of a better reason myself. Your choice of song, of course. Oh, goodness. Do you happen to know about the one, the old bear in the woods? I've known many bears in many places, oh but that God. one I'm prepared to play. Like the back of a Volkswagen. I've never heard of a Volkswagen. Uh, yeah, he knows the song. Um, he invites you up. Ladies and gentlemen, I am wonderfully privileged to be joined by my newest friend here, who will be accompanying me playing the bear in the woods. He then looks over, gives one of them a wink and says, some of you might know that better than others. Okay. Um, Crystal, can you give me a performance role? Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, Twelve. Excellent. Which, and you're pretty good, so that's an 18. Okay. Cool. So the two of you launch into a wonderful musical duet. You, you can hear the trilling of your flute wonderfully accompanying and quite a few times overplaying on his lute. He doesn't seem to take it personal when you started improvising kind of here and there. He just goes along with it. Um, and at the end of the song, 
he bows and says, next drink's on me. That's very kind of you. Not at all. I haven't played with someone quite of your talents for some time. Tell me, where did you learn? Um, my parents actually taught me. They were, they were both performers as well. Always better to keep it in the family when you can. He, he smiles and then just kind of toddles off. He's, he's going to go work the room a little bit more. Um, but he does uh, make a gesture to, to the bartender saying that the universal symbol for I've got their next one. Uh, so Jay comes back over and he puts the bowl of stew in front of Aiden. Here you are, sir. Thank you. Awful sorry for the delay. As yeah, for the right. rest of you. Yeah, what well, oh right. We're supposed to get food and crap, aren't we? Uh well it hey, is what it happens for, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy I know that. Uh, in my quietest voice, what have you got for vegetarian options? <coughs> yeah, Gary's a veggie. Deal with it. Well, I'm sure we've got some potatoes and some bread. Yeah, Is that'll do. Cheese acceptable to your people? Sure. Not a problem, sir. I'll bring over tray. I'll have his meat. Well, I didn't know Brad Salivarius so, uh... isn't here. Um, not a problem, sir. I'll make that two servings of stew. Yeah, and a beer. And another beer. And for the lady. Uh, I'll take the stew as well. And um, do you have anything other than beer to drink? We do have a fine selection of two spirits. We've got a rye, and we go, and and we have a whiskey. Oh, I'll take a whiskey, please. He grins. No worries. I'll put that on the tab. And he wanders off to the kitchen. Okay, I'm going to say it's about half an hour later than it was, so it's approaching probably five o'clock or so. Is there anything you guys want to do in the town, or do you want to stay there and get some rooms? Did we see anything interesting on our stroll through town to the tavern? Um, you you saw the basic buildings of the town, and you saw a, like an outfitter's shop where you can get like basics and whatnot. Uh, you saw they have a church, and it's not a it wasn't a big building, but it was the only completely stone building in the town. Uh, you did see a smithy as well. Um, that was about it, other than some homes and some other farms. On the way into the town, did they have any kind of, like, defenses? Like, you know, there's, I'm assuming there's no wall around the, the town. It's too small no, for that. It, it's both too small, um, and it's too young. It's a, it's only six years old. So they haven't gotcha. really built up a rampart or anything. Um, you noticed, actually, give me a perception. Sure. Four. Okay. Ah. Uh, okay. Maybe so they do have a Make sure you're in a town. <laughs> <laughs> it might have a wall. 
Hey guys, I think we're in a town. Very good. Uh, all up, that's nine. You, you didn't notice anything particularly defensive. Um, you, you've seen one or two guards, though. That's about it. All right. Um, so if any what of you, do, you guys... do need... oh sorry. Oh. So what do you guys think? What, what, what should we what should we do? I mean, I mean, we we could get get some more supplies while we're here. It's get starting to get late, but we have a little time. Well, I mean, it's, there doesn't seem to be any trouble. Either we seek adventure, or we did you we just go have a nap? Well, I'm all, I'm all for seeking adventure, but I just don't know what direction we should adventure lies. We should yeah. choose one direction and just go there. All right. Where are possible exits, Dungeon Master? The possible exits are upstairs, technically, um, and the door behind you. Um, at the moment, to kind of, I guess, set the scene a bit better, the, the town has been peaceful despite the, all the military action uh, up and down across the country. So th these guys are actually quite happy at the moment there's no adventure. But, you know, so something might happen, maybe. And do we, do we know where, uh, which domain this town lies under? Like what, what rulers? Yeah. There's um, a few factions. Yeah, th this is actually part of the um, Montagnette family's uh, dukedom. It, it was only very, very lately awarded to them for their service to the king. Um, he is one of the main families that was caught up in the scandal, I guess, at the start, where the two heirs ran off with each other. Um, the fortunate thing is that this town is quite a ways out of the way, though. So it, it didn't get raided by any of the other nobles. Gotcha. Actually, um, everyone give me a perception roll. Okay. Okay, you guys really picked up. Um, what you guys... And the ranger and love. What, what you guys <laughs> did notice when you were coming in is there were only a couple of guards and they were old. Like, they were much, much older than what you would usually assume a guard to be. Um, you, you also notice that the average age of everyone around here was certainly on the older side as well. Um, from this, you surmise that the a lot Is of the younger people, no, um, a lot of the younger people got called up for military service. Ah, well, these things happen. They do. Okay, I'm going to say it's now about mm, five thirty. So if you guys want to roll out and get supplies or anything. What do you guys think about going and checking out the smithy? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Excellent. I don't really use metal, so I don't know. I'll just like meditate or whatever it is monks do. Perhaps you could find a small trinket or something. Yeah, no, I'm pretty good for trinkets. I'll just meditate until adventure happens. Maybe we could get you something for your iron deficiency from being a vegetarian. Dude, <laughs> like, okay, if you want. Very good. Um, so, Ethan, if you're going to stay at the tavern, um, 
the the thing is, Jer has been told what was happening with the church. There was a messenger that came through, so he does have rooms ready for you guys. So you guys are all okay. Um, okay. The other three of you, so uh, Amethysia, Tyler, and Zagash, you guys wander out to the smithy. Um, as you wander out, you can hear the clear ring of a hammer on steel. Um, you can see a young man there. He, he's busy hammering away on a plow. Hello there, good sir. He, he keeps hammering up. Sorry, he keeps hammering on the plow. <clears throat> I'm about to intimidate this guy. He, he briefly looks up. Hi. Uh, I flash him a really big smile as he glances over at us. Um, something you guys need? We need information. I think what he meant to say was, we were just uh, looking to say hello, see if you had anything for sale, um, or if you, you know, had anything that could help us. We're just some adventurers that are on a journey and thought that you might be of some assistance to us. You looked like a smart and capable smithy. I don't have anything for you. Right now, I'm fixing this plow. We don't get, well, I've got this plow, then I've got the scythes. We don't get this harvest in, our town dies. I'm really sorry, guys. I'm sorry I was rude before. That wasn't necessary. You do seem like nice guys. I don't get this finished. Like I said, no town. I, I don't have anything to sell you. I mean, I don't do weapons. That's why I'm here and not south with the other young men. Well, is there anything we could do to help you? Well, if you could some if you could find some way of maybe stopping time for a week so I can catch up, that'd probably do it. Um, I've got all the charcoal and bar stock that I need, so I'm all okay. Well, uh, apologies. Stopping time is not something that I'm able to do. That sounds yeah, like I a quest. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure our monk who can meditate is able to stop time yet. I'm sure he's working on it, though. Yeah, man. I'm on it. Aren't you back at the tavern? I got, like, monk yeah. powers. He's astral projected. <laughs> he, he's Stephen Stranging it. There you go. Cool. Um, he bids you a good night, but he does say, look, guys... If you do happen to find any extra bar stock, I'll never say no. If you find any good iron ore, um, do let me know. Um, iron or what? <laughs> I'm sure that's this. That, that actually gets a smile out of him. <laughs> good one. <laughs> I've heard it before, but it's still good. Never gets old. I don't know. Maybe have a chat to that gnome. He was asking questions. All right. Well, I'm I'm cool with scampering back over to the gnome. I might as well. I like light snacks. Let's go. We'll have no more of that. Uh... 
Just a little joking. That's all good. Although for, for gnomes, a little joke is a fairly standard size joke because of their size, because they're tiny. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going to say you three are back at the tavern, and it's getting till about 6.30. All right. So let's, let's attack. Let's talk to the gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't attack the gnome. He's nice. Um, he does look up when you come over. He's had a... You, you can tell he's had a drink or two, but for gnomes, that's not much. They're, they're kind of related to dwarves in that they're pretty alcoholic. I, can I help you? you? You can see that he actually stops writing, puts his pen down, and covers his piece of paper. We were just at the smithy. What were you doing there? I, I was asking questions about um, nothing. And did you get any answers? I got all the answers about nothing I needed. Yes, it was great. Uh, it, although, it depends. He takes out some business cards, flicks you one each. My name is Ozevai Alberdeur. I'm a prospector by trade, and um, I'm seeking investors. Investors? Yes. For what? Well... Don't tell anyone, but there's a lot of iron ore near here, and it's rather good quality. Iron ore? Isn't that what the smithy's been looking for? It is. The iron ore of it actually here is, and I'm asking you not to tell anyone, it's actually a very good quality. I'm wanting to open a mine, but I don't exactly have the cash. So I am looking for investing partners at the moment, if you're interested. Well, this is great. Wait till the smithy finds out about this. You, you see his face kind of go into one of those smiles. You could tell him, or you could not tell him. Okay, but telling him is one of the options, yes? Uh, speaking of options, uh, if, if you don't tell him, I'll give you the option of investing into the plan at a reduced rate. And how, how much are you trying to scam out of us? No scam at all. No, 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 no. This is legitimate ownership in the new Albert I mine. Do we have a way of detecting whether he's being truthful or not? Uh, yeah, you roll insight. Okay, I would like to do that, please. Okay. I rolled a 10. And... And you get plus two to that because you're a bard. Yeah. Actually, it says plus three, I think. I don't know. No, no, well, you, you actually get plus five. General. Insight's Sorry. plus five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're quite insightful. Um, he's not lying at all. He, he's, tell, he's being extremely truthful, actually. He How really do doesn't you want need... you to tell the smith. <laughs> How much do you need to get this iron mine started? Well, ideally, I'd like to look upwards of somewhere near 3,000 gold pieces. I am, however, letting people to seed in at 500 gold pieces a piece, if you wish. At 500 gold pieces, you buy yourself into an entry-level investment, which will allow you to take a derivative or uh, a dividend every financial year. However, given that I don't think the return on the mine is going to be particularly amazing this, 
this year, that uh, dividend is going to be automatically reinvested for the next five years or until the mine shows a 50% profit, at which case there will be a deduction for the chairman uh, of approximately uh, 75%. At this point, I want to pick him up and yell, stop talking. You, you can see his like hair flying back. Like just, just the sheer force of your yelling is like, uh, it's like he's on some kind of roller coaster. Okay. Wait, am I still upstairs meditating? <laughs> yeah, yes, and you can hear the shout of the dragonborn. All right. I'm like, God damn it, this happened every night. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my freaking chi on. Uh, Jay wanders up to you and says, um, Guys, I think we've all had a very long day. How about we put the gnome down and I'll show you to your rooms? I think that would be fine. I dropped the gnome. Okay. For, for him, that's quite a drop. I think he's like two feet tall. <laughs> I'd like mm -hmm. to go over exactly. and help the gnome up. And th thank you. Please, please excuse my friend. We've been traveling all day. He's just... He's a little cranky. You know You know how Dragonborn can be. How many gold pieces do we have, in, anyway? No offense taken whatsoever, I assure you. And he gives you a great big smile. You, we you have can nowhere near three grand. Yeah, we don't have that much gold. You, you can see him, like, scooping all of his stuff into a small pouch. I do have uh, a couple other questions for you, though, for you before you go. Yes. Um, Are you going to hit? So me? you, no, I'm no, I'm not going to hit you. Um, okay. I can't speak to the others, but I step back. Yeah. Uh, in this, so you you know the location of this mine. I do. And you're the you know I'm assuming you're the only one who knows. Uh, at this time, I'm I, I'm yet to file the uh, the the claim with the relevant authorities. Okay. Um, do you have any protection for this, like any security? Like, can't you know? Is this just sitting out in the open where anybody could walk across it and discover it, just like you did? And well, and they couldn't just walk across and discover it. I had to do several geological surveys to figure out where it was. But what what I'm saying is, is you don't have a security team for this for this mine. Um, we should talk, young you, man. I like the cut of your jib. Maybe there's some kind of deal where, in lieu of an invest, you know, uh, invest, you know, the initial investment, we could have shares and provide protection for the the mine. I like your thinking, young man. Tell you what, you see me over breakfast tomorrow, and we'll hammer out a contract. All right. Well, I'll see you. You have tomorrow. a card. Uh, yeah, and I, I take the card that he gave me. And I scribble out his name and write my name on it and hand it back to him. Excellent. I shall see you on the morrow. And he slips the card into his pocket. All right. Well, now I'm good well to, done. I'm good to head upstairs now. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want you to roll the charisma roll for that because that was just very good, sir. Excellent. So um, I always got I always got the impression we were about to start some kind of extortion racket. It's a nice mine you got there, little gnome. Be a shame if something happened to it. 
Well, I mean, if we're going to protect the mind, we're going to, he's going to have to lead us to it. Oh, God. And, and, then, and then there'll be five people who know where it is, and we'll be four of the five. Uh, I was going to say, or de depending on how uh, Zargash is feeling, there might only be four people who know where it is. Those odds sound good to me. <laughs> but but that, that seems like a morning uh, quest. It is. It is getting late. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost seven o'clock. Um, you guys all turn in for the night. Um, I'm going to say that there are three rooms. Um, Jer, of course, leads Chris, uh, Amethysia to her own room for the sake of propriety. Um, how do you other guys want to split up in the two rooms? Well, I bet Zagash freaking snores so he can have his own room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you don't bathe. Yeah, so do you want stinky man or snorry man? Like, well, I, can, I don't I know can much make... about smelling things, but I'm pretty sure when you're asleep, it, it doesn't work. At well, this point, I'm... I walk into a room, shut the door, lock it, and go to oh. sleep. Well, that, that, that uh, answers that. <laughs> yep. To the third room. <laughs> there better okay. be a goddamn adventure in there. <laughs> certainly is. Or at least a what shower. What you do behind closed doors is your business. Yeah, if you want to put a dragon that in that dungeon. Not that kind of adventure, all right? Oh, God in heaven. I'll knock um, down your door, baby. I just wish Salivarius was here. He'd, have, he'd be having so much fun with you guys. Um, and again, I realized what I just said. Okay. In a, in a few short hours... You're woken up in the night by fire and screams. Smoke is, smoke is curling into the windows, which they're, they're only covered by shutters because getting glass into the mountain is kind of difficult. Um, everybody roll me a uh, perception. Yeah, shit's on fire, yo. <laughs> oh, crap. I got three. Ugh, I also got a three. Okay. You are aware things are on fire, which is good. Fire <laughs> bad. Man, okay. it feels hot. It feels warm in here. Does it feel warm to anybody else? <laughs> oh, you're in your own room. Excellent. Okay, so um, you guys can hear a lot of guttural yelling outside. Tyler, d despite your horrible role, um, you're pretty sure you can pick out a word or two, and you know it's not common. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to put you guys in order of dexterity. Uh, what are your dexterities? Uh, I got 12. Okay. 18. Plus 2. 16. Okay. Uh, six, yeah, 16 plus 3. Okay. Crystal? I am 17 plus 3. Excellent. So, Ethan, you are the first to react. I'm going to give you each like a, a kind of half action to decide what you're going to do when you discover the place is on fire. So wait, is the inn on fire or is there just fire outside? The Where inn is, is on fire? fire. You don't know if any other buildings are on fire yet. Although All right. you can now hear a large bell in the middle of town, the church bell, starting to ring. All right. Uh, I'm going to acrobatics out the window and fly and kick the first vagrant I see. Yeah, I'm ready for adventure, damn it. 
I'm not going to grab any of your stuff first. Well, what do I need? All right, I, I grab. I would suggest your quarter stuff. Yeah, well, obviously, I quarter stuff. I gotta like pole vault out the window. Awesome. Uh, give me an acrobatics check. All right. Not you are going to take falling enough. damage for this. What? I got acrobatics. Yes, and I'll use that to reduce the damage you take. 18 oh, nice. plus 6. Okay. Um, you son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, that's your mom too. You actually... <laughs> Fair point. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you given the given the role. I'm gonna say that there is a somersault, there's a half pike, there's a twist, and the hands come up as you stick the landing. Yeah. In a bale of hay. Perfect. The the Russian judge, however, only gives you a seven. Yeah, well, he's biased. <laughs> Army bastards. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, Crystal, you are next. Mm -hmm. uh, I am going to... So wait, does my room have like a sink or a basin of any kind in it? That uh, Something with water? No, it has a bed, a chest of drawers, and a chamber pot. Okay. Which may or may not have liquid in it. I, I leave that to your discretion. <clears throat> I uh, am going to... Uh, find a piece of cloth, maybe tear it off of the bed, and wrap that around my nose and mouth um, to try and block some of the smoke. And then I'm going to actually crawl uh, out of my room and out into the hallway. Okay, but before or after grabbing your stuff? After. I'm gonna. I'm grabbing anything I can, putting it into my bag, and just kind of crawling along the floor to try okay. and stay below the smoke. Cool. What, what I'm going to say is your action this turn is the rag and getting your armor on and getting your weapon together. Okay. Uh, if you're wanting to crawl next turn, you can. Uh, Tyler? Okay. I want to jump out of bed and grab all my equipment and uh, exit to the main, you know, the hallway that is outside my room. Cool. And if, and if I can do more, then I'd like, you know, I'll give you that. But it sounds like that's all I have time for. Excellent. Um, you exit and you can see Crystal's door opening and she's slowly crawling out. The, the smoke isn't that bad as yet, though. Um, the, the bottom of the building, remember, is all, um, it's all stone, so the fire is actually on the thatch uh, roof up above. Okay. But you, you did make a sensible decision. Kev? I scream, the inn is on fire and there are bells! And then I run out of the hallway because I'm still wearing my armor because I can't get it off my fat ass. <laughs> See what happens when you don't share a room? <laughs> I, I assume you, again, I'm assuming you grab your weapon first. Yes. I also assume you open the door first. No. Okay, give me a strength roll. <laughs> yes. Busting through the door. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, with, with your strength bonus, and uh, so that's a twenty-one. Yeah. So yeah, you 
Uh, crystal <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> you, you just oh, see Zargash exit. Fire! <laughs> Hammer and shield ready ice. <laughs> okay, Ethan, I'm going back to you. Um, you're outside, and around you, you can see orcs. Like how many? You can see three orcs. Um, two of them are carrying torches and hand axes. Um, you, you can see one of them is in the... He's kind of midway through readying to throw a torch at the second uh, floor. He's probably about, they're, they're probably about 15 feet away from you. Um, you can also see uh, five goblins all standing around. Um, they're, they're kind of breaking into houses, like kind of like opening shutters and looking in for things to loot. You, you can see that well, two of the five have got short bows and the other three are all, all got short swords. Well, probably shouldn't charge in until all the other fellows are ready. I might not have thought this through. <laughs> you, you can also see a, um, a, essentially a town guardsman. He is in hand-to-hand -hand combat with one of the orcs. All right, I'm going to fly and kick the crap out of the guy he's fighting. The orc he's okay. fighting, I mean. Not the guard. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, That's so right. you I, I gotta look run over and attack the orc, I assume, with your quarterstaff. Can you give me an attack yep. roll? I should really just have control B, control B, this roll, 1D20 thing. Uh, you should. Ten, uh, plus all your... Of... My dexterity is plus four. And your proficiency is plus two, so it's actually 16. Cool. Excellent. You hit him. a hit. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Give me a D8. Two. Again, plus oh. your four. So you actually do six points of damage to him. Rad. Okay. Um, and you also get a hand-to-hand -hand attack. So can you roll another D20? Oh. 13. Nice. Give me a d4. One. Okay. So what I'm imagining is you run up and uh, your quarterstaff strikes the orc in the back of the head and you follow up by kicking him in the face. So you push him forward and then push him back. Cool. I bet it looked awesome. It, it really did. It was, it was totally sweet. Because you actually did quite a lot. You do quite a bit of damage when your mind's to it. Because that's six and that's four, so ten. Yeah, someone needs Moriah in his blood, yeah. Nuts to <laughs> you, pal. Okay, you three upstairs. I'm going to get you guys acting like a unit now. Um, you can see two other doors um, across the hallway from you guys and the stairs down. What would you guys like to do? I want to kick in one of those doors and make sure everyone's out of there. Excellent. You, you kick it in and you see uh, Salivarius in bed. He, he kind of sits up, rubs his eyes and says, Well, I, thought, I know I'm sleeping, but I didn't think I was dreaming this nicely. We've got I'm to just get gonna, out! I'm just going to yell fire and move on to the next door. <laughs> you, you hear the sounds of a tiefling very quickly getting his stuff together. Okay, uh, Crystal, Kev? I'm going to break down one of the, the other door. Um, 
you see the gnome. Uh, he's already like got his ha- half his stuff together. He's he just takes off. And so I can't don't grab him by the scruff of the neck. Pardon? I can't just pick him up and run out with him. Um, you could do. Give, give me, give me a uh, an attack roll. Okay, plus all your ability stuff. Um, I'll I'll say you hit. Um, he he starts fighting when he see, and then he relaxes when he sees it's you and just kind of snuggles into you. My hero. <laughs> All right, and that's everybody. Let's get out of here. Okay, I assume you guys charge down. Um, going back to Ethan. Ethan, you see the um, the guard captain take a swing at the orc you just hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he oh, him up. doctor. Oh, jeez. Okay, and um, so he does. Don't remember his strength. Okay, so he does quite. A, he actually kills the orc. So you, you've dazed him, and he just plants a longsword straight through the middle of the creature. I assume I still get XP for that. Yeah, of course. Cool. Um, you also see the orc who had had the torch lobs it up onto the building and through one of the upstairs windows. I really hope those other guys are awake. <laughs> I didn't even wait to see if my roommate was awake before I jumped out. I really didn't think this through. <laughs> I mean, it's too late for him, but damn. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so, um, Ethan, uh, your turn. All right. Like, uh, who's the nearest dog? Um, the nearest one is the one who just threw the torch, and I'm now going to start bringing them into initiative. So I'm going to say that um, you're first, and when the other guys come down, they'll all activate at that time. All right, well... You know, I'm feeling in a good mood, so I'm going to give this fella, uh, let's see, what, what do I have here? All right, before, I'm going to uh, spend one of my chi points for patient defense, because I'm a little bit exposed here, and then I'm going to wallop him with my two, with my quarter staff and my foot. Okay, uh, give me 2d20. All right, this one's for my staff. And this, ooh, this one's for my foot. Nice, two connected. hits. G- give me a D8 and a D4. All right, I'm not really good at the whole, like, breaking bones thing, but I can hit them. Yeah, you're, you're actually pretty decent. I mean, you add four to all of your damage rolls. Oh, so okay, so five, that's five plus seven, 12. Plus seven. Thank you. Okay. Torch thrower just got whacked for twelve. Yeah, he's not feeling too good. Damn you, you right. Heard, you heard something break. You, you broke his torch throwing arm. You ran in and hit him so hard. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm going to say he turns and attacks you with his hand axe. Now he is a disadvantage because of your um, key point use. So we roll two d twenty and we go with the worst. 13, 13. Um, okay, so Ethan, what's your armor class? Oh, this isn't great. Uh, 18. Uh, he misses. He rolled a cool. 17. 
Okay, the other orc is also going to come over and attack you. And he too is a disadvantage. Oh, okay. that one hit. He absolutely misses. Wait, what? 15 doesn't... Oh, it... lowest, right, sorry. Yeah, exactly. So... I don't remember how this game works. You, you kind of become... It's kind of like the Matrix. You see one X coming towards you, lean to the side. You see the other one, and you just duck and roll around it like smoke. All around me are really dated special effects, but don't worry, exactly. it's awesome. Yeah, very much. Um, the two goblin archers, um, one's going to take a shot at you, one's going to take a shot at uh, the human. So I'll do the first one for you, second one for him. <laughs> oh god, they suck. Um, the other three goblins are going to rush him. Gonna say they all attack him at the front. Uh, one hits. Okay, and he he takes a scratch from one of the goblins, but he's he's pretty good. Okay, so you other three, uh, you're now downstairs in the tavern. Is anybody else down here? Uh, I'm gonna say you don't know yet because you've only just emerged from the stairs. You can, however, hear the sounds of combat outside. All right, so I'm going to go for the door. Yeah, me too. Excellent. The three of you emerge outside. I'm going to say you've got half your move. Um, you see Ethan's character engaging two orcs. Um, you actually see them attack him, and you just see him like moving around the attacks like a leaf in the wind. You can see two goblins across the street. They're about 25 feet away. So you could rush them, but you wouldn't be able to attack this turn. Um, and you can see a, a man, a human fighter, fighting three goblins in hand-to-hand -hand combat. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that's where we'll have to finish it up for tonight. All right. Cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm just making notes that I'm holding a gnome. Oh, he scurries out of your hands. He's oh. he, he's off into the night like a toddler with a briefcase. Don't forget <laughs> our deal. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Podculture Plays D&D is an independently created podcast. Music is taken with permission from Gavin, the miracle of sound done, and I can only ask you to go buy his music. The sound effects were taken from a variety of internet libraries and used with permission. If you have any queries, please contact me at Twitter at ZUGAI. Thank you for listening. Be good.